What do you mean by live? Genuine live? Yes. We're broadcasting. Hello, radio! Hello Radio, that's right, we are back once again and it is time for another episode of The Way We HNC It. We are here to tell you about things that we see in the conference and all around the flag football universe as it pertains to our country. That's right, just a lot of words to start us off today. Um, I am of course joined as always by the man who has yet to mute himself, Mr Tom Clark. I'm good, thank you, Ben. How are you? I am very well, very well. And I I must say, I do love your choice of Zoom background. Um, I'm looking forward to the day when you get a surprise and I upload the video recording of this call. (laughs) (laughs) So that's partly why, because I do not have not tidied this room enough. Nice for this to be on. On social media. That's yeah. That's that's appalling. I've invited you into my bedroom. Uh, that's that's not an offer many people yeah. outside of physio trade get, Thomas. And there is there is a, there is someone else who I've invited into my bedroom, Mr. <laughs> Greg Sim. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you very much, Bez. And how are you? I am. I'm nice, well. Are you nice and comfy in your bed? I am. I am comfy and cosy. It's um, where the magic happens, is it, sir? It is. This is where I do all my stretching. So yeah, that's always good. Where all the physio treatment happens. So oh no, this is no, like no. the big Scott, breakfast. The what? Just like, like the big breakfast. No, we used to do segments and like in the. Tom, take your hand away from in front of your mouth before you start speaking. Big breakfast. So muffled on, on Channel Four. Like years. I mean, you're not that much younger than me. You must have. I, have, big I was a CBBC guy. Uh, I do know what he's talking. The big breakfast was. Yeah. Uh, what's his chops? Um, uh, no, I, mean, I remember. I remember Johnny Vaughan and Denise Van Outen. Oh yep, yep. You're absolutely nah, right. I was. I was live and kicking over on the BBC. You, no adverts. Is that not Saturday morning? Yeah. Yeah. When was the Big it's Breakfast on? Big Breakfast was Monday to Friday on Channel Oh, Friday. no. No, no, no. Didn't do, no. Didn't do, didn't do telly before school, mate. No telly before school in my house. No? I don't think that was like a deliberate thing. It was just like I normally got up so late that I just went to school. Oh, you just had to like bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, you know, oh, you lived in the Highlands and they hadn't turned it on yet. <laughs> um, it, was, it was more, it was more just a, like I slept in and then, so. Oh, I, remember, I remember being a teenager watching Leaf and out and welcome you into the bedroom every morning. It was great. That doesn't, sound, br- doesn't sound like television. <laughs> doesn't sound like children's television. Well, it probably not, wasn't. That's not a big breakfast, I remember. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she needs to do a segment up there. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I just made that up in my head. You realise it wasn't actually her house, right? Like you realise, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like yeah, it was a set. She's a. She was acting, pretending. She yeah. was a professional pretender, or as other people <laughs> would call it, a liar. <laughs> lying for lying for money. <laughs> to be fair, she had Tom fooled, so that's always a start. She was obviously good at it then. Yeah, absolutely. She, you know, she was obviously good enough that she, if she tried, she could probably get herself elected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that tickled, didn't it, Tom? Do you like that one? It, it obviously tickled, yeah. He's writing it down. Tom, are we not good enough for you? You've got to go on your phone now, do yeah, you? He's, write, he's writing it down. So, he, so when he goes back into a Zoom call tomorrow, he can make the same joke. That's it. On his fri- on his, go back and listen. On his Friday work call. Here, I've got a really funny joke that I just made up. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh, superb. Anyway, <laughs> tremendous. Yeah. Moving, moving on, the news, the news from around the league. Um, our central belt friends and colleagues have been locked down. Um, <laughs> no more. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. Shouldn't laugh. Yeah. They definitely wouldn't. They definitely didn't laugh at us when it was uh, when Aberdeen was in local lockdown. So we will definitely not laugh at them, but we will encourage them to stay safe, wear a mask, and sanitize. Um, but yeah, that's a bummer. Two two weeks, three weekends with no contact sports and no boozing, as well as no bingo. Unless they're outside. Unless you're outside in parks. Unless you're outside, yes. you're outside in parks. Come on, Scotland. We have trained for this. Yeah, that, that's we spent our teenage years training for this. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all gonna pay off. So, so yeah. But in all seriousness, look after yourself, everyone, and uh, do do what you have to to look after you and yours. Um, and wear a mask. Sadly, yeah, wear a mask. Yeah, Sa- wear a mask. Sadly, at the moment, um, that means not playing football for another sixteen days. So, um, good luck with that. Basically. Um, Otherwise known as a Tom Clark injury. Oh, the way, what? <laughs> I don't know. 16 days. I, a Tom Clark injury lasts a minimum of 16 months. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a good yeah. point, yeah. Fair enough. Must be, but actually, genuinely, must be close. What was it, August? It was 13 months and about four days. It was July to... Not that he was counting, but though. It was July 22nd to like August 17th or something like that. Yeah, but you've not played a game yet. So really, it's July, August, September, October. Uh, no, November, no, I've, I've, pl- I've, I've played a training game. You're not, like, you're, not, you're not back, though, until you compete. You know, you're not back. So really, this, could be, this is going to be almost a two-year injury for you. Cause I mean, so, some might say that you, you're not actually back until you've vultured a TD. It's true. It's true. I mean, so some might say, say like, I, I might not uh, say. We, would, we wouldn't say that. We would never say that. But some people might, and you just have to be prepared for that. Some might say that um, I need to start blackmailing Mike and not let you play again. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't deserve that. <laughs> wow. I didn't deserve that. Um, well, on the subject of blackmailing for money, um, shall we do obligatory BAFA chat? I thought you were going to do a selection. Seems like an appropriate segue, yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, the BAFA registration portal for next year's season is now open, so you can go and register and reinvest in the Ponzi scheme for next year. Otherwise known as providing us a good league. Otherwise known as providing us the National League from the only national... The only... (laughs) The only (laughs) national governing body for American football in the United Kingdom. I, I, I don't think that's right, though, Bess. I'm pretty sure I've seen somewhere on Facebook that there's more than one national governing, governing body. Well, you have seen people who are ill-informed, my friend. And have since been disowned. Are you telling me Facebook does not tell me the truth? If you could, if you could imagine it, there might be people that on Facebook and the internet in general who don't know what they're talking about. Um, but everyone's an expert. In what, Tom? In what? In whatever thread they're chatting on. I've muted, haven't I? Incorrect. Well, you've, not, you've not been muted yet. No. I'm you just weren't dec- being yet. I'm just deciding. I'm going to see where you go with this one. Uh, he's waiting for me to decide whether or not I want to take this on. And to be honest, I don't. But, <laughs> right, I will say one thing beforehand. 
you can buy don't boo vote t-shirts on our store <laughs> so, such a <laughs> so if you if you want a t-shirt for the rallying cry for a better baffa you know where to go um so i'm just waiting for the so, so yeah so don't don't boo just i would boo, boo. i'm waiting yeah. for the i'm waiting for the agm dates because i've been making sure that um Kyle, aka the People's Commission, shows up to it in one of those shirts. <laughs> um, so yeah, but other, other than that, we're going to ignore all of the other BAFA arguments on the Facebook page because they are entirely predictable. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. I was going on different lines. I was looking at COVID ones. Sorry. I got distracted to, uh, this morning looking at COVID ones and things like that. So I, I forgot we were a flag football post podcast for a second. Sorry. I'll shut up. Bye. I don't know what you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, not this time. I was prepared for your nonsense. Um, so, <laughs> where are you? He managed to get you talking about the big breakfast. You weren't prepared, best. Yeah, but then we weren't. The show hadn't really got there's, going. There's, there's by been then. tiny nonsense all over this already. Yeah, it's just a sprinkle. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. So, salt bay. Yeah, just a little sprinkling of tiny nonsense. A little salt bay of Tom's just ridiculousness. Um, so yeah, that's Baffa chat. Um, so shall we move on to what are people really care about? Well, I was going to say that there's some good things coming out of Baffa. Okay, give us <laughs> give us some give us some non-controversial news about Baffa, Tom. Yes, um, Baffa are celebrating Black History Month um, with a post that came out today um, that reads: During Black History Month, Baffa will be highlighting figures within our sport to give platform uh, to give a platform to experiences, issues, and conversations from our players and members of colour. You're right, Tom. That is good news. That is good yeah. news. And much better than the nonsense that's been going out in the comment section. So that will, be, that will be good. I did not know that was happening. So I will be looking forward to seeing what content they come out with um, on that one, which that'll be, I'm yeah. sure that'll be very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Greg, anything else on social media watch? Um, well, I mean, there's not a huge amount going on with uh, the HNC at the minute, obviously. Um, Central Bank kind of closing down. Yet, the guys in the HNC always manage to find a way to be competitive amongst each other. <laughs> now, okay. I haven't got any details uh, really about this, other than a few little whispers kicking around the internet from um, some of the guys who've been keeping themselves... Um, Active, shall we say, by uh, online gaming and what have you. Okay. Um, Tom, I think you maybe know a little bit more about perhaps some sort of little uh, online league happening? Yeah. Um, there was... The, there's a group called the Gaming Chieftains. It's run by a few people, but um, there's, there's Nikki, who is a good friend of the show. And our other long-term good... good long-term good friend of the show, <laughs> Tree, um, and a few other guys as well. They're, they're looking, I think, putting together like a HNC schedule type league or uh, round robin of uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty? Okay, yeah. so while Tom takes shots at Carnegie on the podcast, these guys are taking shots at each other online. Fantastic. And if Tom goes on, they can shoot back. <laughs> I haven't played one game against them, Um there's not much of me shooting back. It's nice. Oh, so they, they are all oh, okay. So it's, it's a revenge. Fantastic. It's a revenge it's, attack. It's, it's so, target practice for them. So this is like completely out of my sphere. So this is the Twitch stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have, I have a Twitch account and I, 
It's called. It's literally called Bez watches games, and I occasionally <laughs> like because that's what I do. I'm a demon in the comment section. But is, so is this, I, is this anything similar to your um, cooking with Bez Snapchat profile? Uh, there was some cooking with Bez on Instagram today, actually. Oh really? Yeah. It's a highlight of um, my uh, social media. Mate, watching prawns and chickpeas today. Prawns and chickpeas. Really? Okay. Yeah, sounds like an episode of uh, Ready Steady Cook, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Okay, so I'm not going to lie and say I have much more information than that. Okay. Okay. My questions are probably invalid. No. Then. So um, I know. I think it's Tree that is organising that, and we've not really spoken to him about this at all before mentioning it on here. And it's uh, is it corrupted tree? Surprise! It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Corrupted <laughs> yeah. tree. <laughs> Corrupted Trees, it's his uh, Twitch, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. And I think he's got a Facebook page for it as well. Yeah, okay. He's got all the social media. Of course, of he, course does. he does. Of course he does. He's, a, he's an absolute wizard with the tech. He is. He's very good at what he does. Um, yes. One might actually think it's his job. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's what I've seen kicking around. Um, so... I don't really know what else we have on the docket. Um, we have to break some news about our upcoming feature. Our upcoming documentary. Oh, the documentary. Vlog. Freestyle. Vlog. Not quite sure what not quite sure what to call it yet. So if anyone's got any ideas of what to of how to describe what we're doing then. Uh, well, please, perhaps, please perhaps the best way was if they have any questions as to how you would prepare for such a marathon of flag football. Yes. So, so perhaps- as as our as our listeners from last week will be aware, um, we are now officially on the path to marathon. So there is a um, a teaser that was dropped ever so delicately onto the Facebook page today, um, <laughs> featuring my mug and some graphics. So. Uh, yes, we are going to be documenting and vlogging our um, th- our progress from punters and podcasters to high-flying athletes and live streamers. Um, we are being joined on the live stream by Mr. Andy Keith and Stuart Anderson. Um, so they are going to be helping us with the live stream. So you'll hear their voices the entire time as well as... Um, probably hearing them get ever more stressed and responding to stuff after Greg accidentally turns it off halfway at three in the morning or something like that. Um, but we are very, desperately, very... Desperately trying to find the mute button as Tom boulders off subject yet again. Yes, well, so we are... Yeah, so that's going to be awesome and we're really grateful that those two guys have um, agreed to come on board with us. So we're going to be trying to put out little... Um, little videos, little vlogs, just to kind of give you all an update on um, how I am attempting to prepare to chase down the really, really good players that are on the other team, which is all of them, um, and not let down the really, really good players on my team, which is everybody else. Um, <laughs> so so that's my plan. Um, there'll probably be some healthy Latte Boys content in there. Um, and... And if everything goes well, and there's still a little bit of travel around, um, I've already had two members of my team agree to come and be on the show and do some uh, training together and some workouts and stuff. So get excited for that. Um, And just 
you know, as a subtle clue, super subtle, just make sure you've got a glass of water ready um, for that because it's going to be exciting. Um, but yeah, so far everything's going pretty well. Um, the graphics look good. The tech seems to be coming together. The, the players have all got their little questionnaires. Um, so by the way, one extra bit of content that I've not even told you about yet, you two. Oh no. Get excited. So basically, um, we have sent out a, a questionnaire to all of the players and hopefully they will fill it back in and send it back with all the information or as much information as they care to give us just to help us color the, the event and, and fill in the gaps. But one of the questions that I added at the very end was what their walkout song or their ring walk or their hype song would be. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. what I'm going to do is, um, one, that was just because I thought it was a cool question, but I'm actually going to create the first ever The Way We HNC It hype podcast on Spotify. I'll share that link and then you guys can all follow us and then that can be your workout playlist and you can get hyped with some of the best players in the, in the game. Quite cool. I thought that was a good idea. I thought that yeah. was a good idea. And I mean, Greg put his hand over his face, but Tom seemed to like it. So that's a good start. Well, yeah. I was kind of... So are we talking like a workout playlist type thing? Is this what you're talking about? So every every member of the team has been yes. asked asked what they're like. So, and then you're just going to add all these songs as to a playlist? I'm going to put them all in one playlist. So it's just unadulterated hype. <laughs> okay. I've, I'm with you now. Yeah, I'm yeah. With, yeah. I'm following. I'm following. Yeah, the ultimate, the ultimate in uh, marathon game floor fillers. Uh, and I've just, yeah. So did I ask? Did so, I, or uh, are you going to reveal your hype song? Um, my, I've did not. I, did I guess? <laughs> I've not. I've not decided yet. I haven't. I haven't done it yet. But some of the early, let's just say that it roughly at the moment goes from "Shoot to Thrill" by the podcast favorite band all the way through to the logical song. So <laughs> there's like a there's a spectrum. There's a spectrum. It's going to be a it's going to be a playlist for shuffle. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you I thought you might curate it so it had like a a beginning, a, a middle, you know, and then oh, a high point. Okay. Maybe then, then maybe drops down a little bit, you know, for maybe a rest period, and then builds right back up to a fantastic crescendo. Oh, there was there's been a couple so far that are just like absolute belters. <laughs> Like just so you've started getting sort of some of these questionnaires back then, have you? Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, cool. There's um, I don't even know how to find it. Um, but yeah, I can probably imagine there's... a couple of names who are getting who who are really hyped up already and oh, getting ready. To... There's um, I don't know if I can. How do I? I can, okay, I was trying to open. I'm trying to open it on my phone, but I can't. Um, I can't see the results. I can only fill it out, which is frustrating. Okay. Um, but yeah, so. What I'll probably do is, I think I've got the first seven or eight songs in. So <laughs> what I'll probably do is maybe just add that in for the weekend. I'll pop that up tomorrow, Friday. Friday bangers, feel good Friday. Get you hype into the weekend, get you ready to run through those walls. Um, unless somebody lives next door, then you must remain two meters away from them at all times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like just getting ready for the weekend. So... <laughs> Well, I look forward to it. I've got, I've, I've got a couple of gym sessions planned, so I, I'm expecting big things. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So um, that will be a Spotify playlist. So yeah, we should, you know, here's a plug for a 
market leading market leading <laughs> music <laughs> platform. Um, but I can tell you that um, around about eighty percent of our listeners do actually listen to us on Spotify, so I know they have it already. Oh wow! Yeah, that's right. You weren't expecting you weren't expecting metrics. Analytics. At, you weren't expecting metrics at twenty one fifty six on a Thursday night, were you? Um, <laughs> mind so, blown. Mind blown. However, on the on the subject of metrics and numbers, it's probably time that we get into our top 25 countdown. Let's get into the meat of it. Let's get into the bit that people have been waiting for for the last, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. So, so we're actually delving into the top 10 this week, aren't we? Yes. So let's count back so far. So at 25, counting down the way, we have gone Grant McLennan, Fraser Thompson, Kerence Pankey, Cammy Wilson, Alan Young, Andy Gibson, Richie Moore, Callum Young, Kazar Shad, Callum Nicholl, Aaron Drummond, Matty Ross, Besley Berry, Liam Fleming, and at 11 was Bud McFerrin. So we are just about to crack into the top 10 for the first time. Not, not a bad wee squad we've got going. Not a so bad far. little squad we've got going so far. Um, and we are about to crack into the single digits, which is exciting. Yeah, that's quite cool. Um, well, surely you're about to... It would be number 10. So you're still double digits to crack off. We've got one more double digit to, to crack in, crack off, and yeah. then and then single digits, obviously. Yes, correct. We've, we've got to use better terminology and crack off, because that's just no. So, I didn't realise we had the president of the pedants here, honestly. That's why, I've never invite, that's why I've never invited Mike on the show, but oh, here you are. <laughs> Rules are there to control the fun. They are there to control the fun, and we will only Sorry, speak Mike, in accurate no. and factual statements. <laughs> Yes, uh, so I'd like to take this point to announce that I'm probably kicked off this show. Yeah, accuracy is not your strong point. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's be accurate right now and introduce our next player, um, which is fun. So our next player is the final player from his team on the list. Brandon is, in my opinion, the best young receiver in the division. He catches almost everything you throw at him, and with even more weapons moving to Carnegie next year, I can only see him getting better. At Super 5, he was a big part of the offence. He made loads of key plays. Definitely helped the Chieftains win the title. Brandon Lamb, this guy has an X factor about him. He is one of the highest ceilings in the HNC. To start off, the guy's a great athlete and can do a bunch of stuff on the field for his team. I think one of Brandon's best attributes is his route running. They are crisp in and out of his break and can sell you with a great array of head fakes and stutter steps. The dude's fast, and when you couple that with a great set of hands and the aforementioned ability to run crisp routes, he can be a nightmare to deal with as a defender. Another great skill Brandon has is the ability to avoid tackles and make people miss. He's a great set of moves to make you look stupid, but his best is probably his dip. He can also be a menace on defence with his speed, athletic ability and great hands, he can pick QBs for days. Brandon's also still very young and with his hard work it's only going to get better, already placing so highly in this ranking and still has more to give. It'll be great to see him dominate on the field and on this list for years to come. Congrats Brandon. That's right, at number 10 we have Carnegie superstar Brandon Lamb. Yeah. So congratulations, Brandon. Welcome 
to the list. It's a good spot to be in. Um, second last show of this. Um, you've heard you've heard from um, Brandon's introductions there. Um, so thank you to Nikki and to Scooter for those. Um, yeah, he is the best player in that club, um, as well as being one of the youngest in that club and one of the youngest in the conference, um, at least at the Premier level. And he has pretty much dominated ever since he he started playing flag football. He's had his chieftains call up. Um, wouldn't surprise me to see him in silver or gold in the future. Um, so yes, the future after last year, we know the future is bright in Carnegie and the future is, br- is certainly bright for Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. He's um, he's a dynamite wee player, right? Um, can basically score from any point on the field. Um, you know, even on defence, offence, you've got to be aware of where he is, um, which was said about many players, but even more so because I think he's probably one of the better players at being able to dip as well. Does uh, He does love a little uh, a wee dip to try and get by. He does so, have superb um, knees. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a really impressive uh, bit of genetics to have good knees to be able to dip properly. I think just uh, in general with Brandon, like you say, though, like his like just to extrapolate on that, like his body control is superb. Yeah, his like, athleticism is unreal. Yeah, I think he's a toe tap king. <laughs> I think we've I think we've seen him get. At least uh, almost as high as uh, Craig Nickel on high points and stuff. There's some games from, I think, Winter League One or, or maybe, um, yeah, Winter League One, where he's just hovering, feet like feet above the air, uh, feet yeah. above the ground. Um, no, he's, he's, he's pretty good and surprised, always surprised when people say how young he is because he seems like he's been around forever already. Yeah, but he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's really grown into that team. Um, and yeah, like like we've said before, like everybody on this list essentially plays both ways and is excellent play at doing so. Yeah, and can play anywhere across the sort of even if it's on offense, you can play almost every position yeah. across that. So you know, it's not a case of you know he's just going to be coming from out wide or he's he's just solely a slot player. Yeah, yeah, they um, they don't mind him popping it up in can, an option play. So yeah, he can he can attack you many different ways, and you've got to you've got to be aware if you're playing against them you've got to be able to kind of especially with the, the number of weapons they have on that team that you've got to have a plan to try and stop that attack unless of course you've got Jules on defence at which point Tree just throws straight at him anyway well that does happen that does happen um, but yes so congratulations <laughs> congratulations <laughs> Brandon Tree did not deserve that Tree, Tree didn't deserve that was... <laughs> I miss you Tree I miss you <laughs> um so yeah, congratulations, congratulations, Brandon. Um, yeah, just yeah, well good done, job. well done, cracking it. Being good, cracking the top ten list there. Um, so to move on, um, the next player on our on our list is someone who um, has been dropping in the odd the odd introduction for us. Um, so now it is it is his turn. To be introduced. Um, so take it away, boys. I don't think there's any doubt that this man is one of the best QBs in the HNC. Scott Scooter McKenzie. Uh, Scooter's a phenomenal teammate, and I've loved the very opportunity I've had uh, to play with him. 
Uh, I think one of the the things that makes uh, Scooter great is his decision making. You know, countless times when playing against him, it's in, it's extremely frustrating to play against. The guy almost never makes a mistake, and he'll never put his team in a bad situation. Uh, Scooter has both the you know the mental understanding of, of plays and defenses, and then he also has the physical tools to execute almost any throw that's needed. Well deserved position on this list. Um, Congrats. It's about time that we see some more QBs make their way on this list, and it ain't much better in the HNC than Scott McKenzie. Scooter has been a Bronco for the best part of a decade. He's a core driving force behind that team that went on to win the HNC division last season and also go quite deep into the Nationals. Blitzers absolutely hate him. Defenders loathe him. And it's great to see, though, that the HNC love him. He's pretty much got it all at quarterback. He throws a really great deep pass. He can do the short stuff really well. He's clutch when it's absolutely needed to. But I think Scott's best known for his jets. He's an absolute menace when he's out in the open. He makes defenders miss, but he also frees up other receivers to do a lot of the great stuff that they can do. I've lost track of the amount of times I've seen Scott just saunter in for pretty effortless effortless rushing TDs and he's got those naughty set of hips to go with it. I was lucky to actually um, kind of play alongside Scott with the Chieftains last year and see him with kind of a brand new set of receivers, some of those he didn't have a lot of time to build chemistry with and it was pretty much faultless execution across the board. Again, big part of the reason why we won it. And he was able to make some really great passes, really good, strong decision-making, and actually just really solid awareness and clock management, which when you get to play with him, you'll see that he's actually a really strong leader across the field. I know that he's taken that over to the Colts and the Phillies most recently as well. As someone who spends a lot of time on the other side of the ball watching QBs, there's two major things I can tell you about Scooter. Never, ever, ever look Scooter in the eye and don't listen to a single word he says. He's an absolute menace back there and he can move you across the field whichever way you want. And whatever he says, no one has a clue which way it happened. But usually, it's going to be a touchdown. It's good to see that he's high on the list and other people rate him as much as I do. Well done, man. That's right. The man who led the Grangemouth Broncos offense all year, it is Scott Scooter McKenzie coming in there at number nine. Congratulations, Scooter. Um, not a guy that I have ever had the um, the pleasure of playing with outside of the odd um, Chieftains training session, um, but always really good fun to play against in like a kind of type two way. Like as a as a blitzer, he's like a nightmare. But afterwards, you're like, yeah, that was a good game. Um, so, um, no, and he he had that offense absolutely humming last year and just ticking over and on their way to their their first their first division title um, since the the realignment into the Premier League. Um, so, congratulations to him. Only one regular season loss, pushing to the playoffs. Um, careful with the ball, accurate with the ball. Shifty, good hips, makes you miss as a blitzer. Yeah, you think you've got him, and you probably don't. So, yeah, I'm really happy to see to see Scott getting recognised here. Yeah, no, it's great. Like, 
he's got to have one of the best play actions in the league, though. Like, this, it's not even good. Oh, no, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. He makes me. Not saying it. Come on. No. Is it close, Tom? No, it's not even close. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> he did it. He did it. You can get that. Get it, you can get that on a t-shirt as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. No, uh, he's from Carnegie as well. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's great. It, it, it's, I don't know what I don't know what else you can say that people have already said about him. But yeah, he's, uh, absolutely. I mean, just as a team, what a year 2019 was for them. You know, as best mentioned, a division title. But I think um, you might be able to back me up here, Bez, a little bit. But um, since we've certainly came into the league, he's definitely probably one I would say that you've seen a definite improvement on. Um, in terms of his sort of control of that offense. And yeah, he's been a little bit more careful, but he's been a lot more efficient with it. Um, you know, it was, it was always one of those things where you always felt before you might have been able to, to maybe pick them off later on in a game or you'd, you'd have a chance at making a play on defense. But this past couple of years, just what a level he's been playing at that, you know, you've, it's been nigh on impossible to stop them scoring at times. Yeah, we've spoken before about like the core of that Broncos team just being like so good um, and they're growing together um, over the last couple of years. They just bounce off on each other. And yeah, I've, we've, like, we've said it before about like, do people deserve to be, you know, are we, are we surprised to see people this low? And it's daft to say that inside the top 10 is, is low. Um, but, I mean, people can make their own minds up as we get later on, but this particular show in general, I think it could it could have come out. The top ten could have come out in almost any order, and you're like, yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. No, no another cracking job. Well done. Another cracking job. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna move on now um, to the the next player uh, coming in at number eight, um, and. We don't have to travel very far because we are staying in Grangemouth. Me and Kev have played together for so many years now. He's so dependable. He's so fast. He's got runs great routes. He's got great hands. He makes plays all over the field. On defence, he hardly misses a tackle. When he left last season, the Broncos offence definitely missed him. But we've seen when he returned, he played at Super 5s. He showed why he's a GB-level player. He made plays everywhere. He definitely played a massive part in the Chieftains again in the Championship. I've had very few opportunities to play with Kev um, over the years, uh, apart from this past season that we actually played um, in the Super 5s with the um, Chieftains. And Kev was easily one of the standout players from that day. Um, his consistency in the receiver position and ability to catch a ball in difficult situations and just ability to stretch the field to open up other options for Scott to throw, to find the correct targets. Honestly, I have no idea how many touchdowns he got, but it felt like it was his day and he was just having his way with defences. He was just so good. Um, I don't think any defence that day could have 
possibly have stopped him. Um, his route running is unbelievable. He has this cut that he can do where he just accelerates straight out of it. It's hard to keep up with, especially as a corner. It felt like whatever Scooter threw to him that day, Kevin was going to catch. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Let's not forget as well, he's part of an extremely successful Broncos team, um, which is loaded with talent. And to be a starter in that team is no mean feat. Kev plays both sides of the ball extremely well and he is always a fierce competitor. The matchups that I've had with him over the years have always been some of the best uh, that I've been a part of. And to be honest, it's one of the matchups I look forward to each season. He's represented GB at the highest level, which just goes to show what kind of uh, calibre player he is. And let's not forget, he is ridiculously handsome as well, which just goes to show maybe the HNC is the most handsome league in the world. That's right, Kev Woods, all round, good guy, good looking guy, great player, great guy. Congratulations. Congratulations, Kev. It's a, it's a pleasure to shout your name out um, on, on the podcast as we often shout it out in, in commentary and just watching games in general. The guy has hands for the ball and he has a nose for where it is going. Um, he is... Quite, you know, he's he's a guy that I really look up to. Um, he's a guy that the I the first, you know, the first time we went to Chieftains, no, the second time I went to Chieftains. Sorry, um, when I actually made the callback, we were sitting in we had a classroom session and we were sitting there, and it was Kev that pointed out, you know, like we've actually never lost, you know, the Super Fives. So like, let's not be the defense that that does. Um, so and he just. But I think that just set the tone, and I just like I just looked at him the rest of the day because he is, he's such a good leader on the field. He's such a good communicator. Um, he's he's very. You could like obviously I've not played with him um, much at all, but he is super competitive, and I think that is something that helps him raise his own game. And I think, as you're saying there, it helps others when they see that it sets a standard and it raises those around him as well, and it's. It's it's always impressive to see that from a distance as well. Um, defensively, you know, I think we, if we look back to the Winter League just past, um, he was one of the highest scoring defensive players. And that came just about off the back of his ability to turn interceptions into pick sixes. Yeah, um, and he was only there for three games, three game days. Yeah. yeah. And so that's just shows you how dangerous he is, especially in like sort of outbreaking routes. He is so good at being able to jump that, oh, just that route yeah. and um, getting his hands on the ball. It, it's incredible to see at times. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's quick, he's handsome, and uh, he scores points. Like, to be honest, <laughs> in the HNC, that's what you need, you know? Like, um, so, so... Um, try, try, and, try and pick a league, in, in, try and pick a team in the league. In the whole country, that doesn't get better by adding him to it. They don't exist. They generally don't exist. Um, so, yeah, really, really nice to see to see him um, uh, make the list. And um, yeah, someone someone that I I definitely um, look up to. Um, and so to move on, yeah, from from one person that I I really look up to 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 another one um, and. I wouldn't normally do this, but here is perhaps the best introduction we have been sent so far. 
Mr. Stepani, an offense's nightmare. This guy can be anywhere on the field making tackles and plays on the ball with his lightning speed and lateral quickness. He's a very smooth operator on the field with great footwork and hip transition which only makes it harder when going up against him. One of Callum's best attributes is his tough defensive playstyle. If you've went up for a ball or had him tackle you, you've probably felt him. He lays a little in there every time to let you know he's there and get in your head. He's also not too shabby in offence, he's got some great moves to get by you because of the time he puts into his footwork. The guy will also lay out for the ball when he can and can take the top off the defence with his blistering pace. Another great thing about Stepani is he always goes 100%. It's always a great matchup, even at training he's able to push people to train harder and play better. Although he does have one unusual ability, and that's the ability to hit the floor. No matter if it's training or game, if that ball seems just out of reach, Callum's hitting the deck to try and make the catch, back the ball down or get the pick. Congrats to Stepani on making the list and I can't wait to see you back on the field. Callum Stepani Mr Chips, the Italian Stallion, Grandmaster Stoops, the Central Belt Cat Smuggler. It's very hard to articulate in just words how good Stepani actually is as a player. He's awesome on both sides of the ball, but he's particularly well known for his defensive prowess. The man's a sexy safety, he's a dominant DB, he's monstrous in man coverage, and he's a brilliant blitzer too. He understands the game incredibly well, he knows the X's and O's inside out, he's really good at reading the offence and an absolute nightmare for opposing QBs. He's got that thing that most of the kind of top other players in the league have, which he's able to do things that a lot of others can, and he's particularly good at it. For me, and just like his hair, Callum's this tightly coiled curl, just ready to pop and fizz at any moment. It's that insane breakout ability he's got that makes him see him make massive plays when it matters. He's able to close spaces quicker than anyone else. He's able to create these angles and shut out receivers, not like many others can. And he's particularly good at Stepani's special, which is that one-handed pick six that we all know happens way more often than it should. He's really strong when it comes to short yardage. He's really good in that end zone and goal line situations. He can bait QBs into making something. He'll just run the receiver's route for them. And more often than not, he's coming up with that big tackle, the big bat down, or that classic pick six. More often than not, I can recall just looking across the, across the field and I'd always kind of see his head plotting out his route into the end zone already. And that's the type of kind of player he is. I shed a tear much like everyone else when he left the Oil Cats to join the Hornets. And that's not just because he's such an awesome player. He's a really good guy to have around. He's definitely a leader on the field. But for me, he, he kind of trains just as hard as he plays. And that makes everybody around him a hell of a lot better. He certainly made me a better defender. I was lucky to be reunited with him, part of the Chieftain setup last year. And that's a setup that has some of the best kind of defensive minds in the game. You have the likes of the oracles of defence in Gibson, in Fraser Thompson, in Bud, in Archie, all their support in the defence. And I think it says what it needs to when he's actually the defensive captain. He balled out that day and he's a big part of the reason why I think we all came away with medals around our neck. I think for anyone who wants to be better on defence, just be more like Callum. He's a great guy. He's great fun to watch. And when I grew up, Callum... I want to be just like you. Congrats, man.
Yes, that's right. Callum Stepani, the central belt cat smuggler. <laughs> oh, Mr. Thirsty work. Mr. Chips. Thirsty work. Mr. Chips, and a man that I adore above above all others in the HNC, uh, makes the list at number seven. I don't think everybody needs to hear about how I feel about Callum, um, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, he makes me want to be better. Um, the leadership qualities that he displays are incredible. And I would like to say that I measure myself against him, but it's not true. I just try and keep up because he is arguably, yeah, he's just the best, one, arguably the best player at his position in the league. Um, um, he, I always enjoy playing with him in Aberdeen. I enjoy and hate playing against him for Glasgow and obviously he is he has never ever missed a game for Rex's Midnight Runners so yeah he's a he's a he's an all-star um, and I'm very glad to see him in the top 10 yeah like it, yeah it's it's this is probably one of the ones I think where he's too low like yeah it's, what are we at seven yeah seven it, 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 it's nuts. Like, I think there's been a few times where uh, like non-football commitments have stopped him. Otherwise, he's he sh- must have been a shoe on a shoe in for uh, GB Gold. Um, over the years he's played, like it, it's insane. Um, see, it's it's good luck for it's good, it's good fortune for people that play his position because I don't think they'd be there without uh, if he was able to play. <laughs> he's that damn good. Yeah, um, I mentioned about Kev having that sort of competitive streak, and I know Aaron mentioned it in the intro as well. And it is, it's, it's awesome to see someone who will he trains entirely how he plays. Um, it is probably influences Aaron's style in that it helps him become the the hardest hitting safety <laughs> in flag football. Um, Sorry, Bez is sitting. You you two are sitting there laughing. What's going on, Tom? What have you done? Sorry, Tom got up from his spaceship and walked away, and then came back again, and I just lost it. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying so hard not to put you off. I'm meeting you and everything. No one would have known. Oh, I just I've completely lost my train of thought as well. But um, competitiveness. Yeah, just it, it. It's just something that drives him so much, and it does raise the standard of a whole session. Um, I know a lot of people maybe kind of maybe say across come across as being quite angry and what have you, but genuinely, until you've played with this guy, you don't understand how good he really is at this game. And I'd love to see the breakdown. He's a I sweetheart. Because <laughs> I reckon the guys that have played with him probably rank him a lot higher than than where he is on this list. But um, yeah, absolutely fantastic job. But I would love to kind of comment on that intro. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> go for it. I reckon I've got a sneaky feeling Aaron probably sent you a video as well because he mentioned the words that it's hard to put into words how good this guy is at football. Now, if I know Aaron, he has definitely sent you a video of an interpretive dance to tell you exactly how good he is at this game. Unfortunately, in this one occasion the production value from Mr. Drummond was minimal. It was just an audio <laughs> recording. Um, it, was not, it was not his world-famous um, TikTok of how to make a coffee. Um, <laughs> so. And also, 
can we please discuss the central belt cat smuggler? Well, tell you, you know what? Like, I, <laughs> Where has this came from? I've not actually made one in a while, but I'm, I'm thinking that I might have to make those uh, like audio boxes again just for that. And then, because <laughs> if I can remember how to do it, I managed to try, I think I managed to transcribe the one we did with Kyle. So I'll be, yeah. able to, I'll be able to type oh. it. I'll be able to transcribe it if I can. I reckon just purely keep... for, for that new nickname, he should be bumped into the top five, just purely for that. Oh, yeah. And can I, please, can I please get um, a Thirst Trap t-shirt with the, the Central Belt Cat Smuggler on it as well, please? <laughs> so we need a doodle for that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out, I'm sure. I'm sure Aaron's lawyers will be in touch. Oh yeah, he's still pissed about us for using the intro. Um, well, to be to be honest, um, I could sit and talk about Stoops all night, but I don't think the guys, um, nobody else really wants to hear that. Um, so instead, I'm just going to turn it over to the Central Belt Cat Smuggler himself to introduce the player at number six. Greg Sim is one of the most talented receivers in this league. He has a combination of speed and route running, which is almost unmatched. Greg has an incredible catch radius. If there's a ball even near him, he's going to have a shot at coming down with it. Uh, I think one of the aspects that makes Greg great is his understanding of how to play the ball in the air. And countless times I've seen him come down with balls over defenders. and you know It's really a, a, an underrated aspect of his game. Uh, Greg's also an incredible defender, and in all honesty, I think he could probably feature on this list as solely a defender. Uh, I think a lot should be said about the way Greg plays the game too. Uh, no matter what the situation is, you know you'll always see Greg with a smile on his face, and you know he's always happy to, to have a chat in between plays and stuff like that. And you know that's one thing I, I, I respect a lot about him. Next up in HNC's top twenty-five players of twenty nineteen, we have the Mofo MVP himself, Mr. Greg Sim. Uh, Greg is an extremely talented receiver um, as shown by his ridiculous stats over the last couple of seasons um, since he's come into the league he has probably established himself as one of the sure-handed players in the league um, his um, route running and ability to separate himself from defenders is amazing that's why he's had so much success um, with Rexes and with the Aberdeen Oil Cats, and it's only a matter of time before he then takes that to the next level. I mean, the man won an international MVP, and that is no mean feat by any stretch of the imagination. As soon as Greg showed up for an Oil Cats training session, we knew we had a great player on our hands. Um, his dedication to improving himself and willingness to learn from people like Gary again just shows his commitment to being the best that he can be. His consistency is probably why he's one of the favourite targets from any quarterback that he plays with. I know Lev um, speaks extremely highly of Greg and is expecting him to be in the GB squad before you know it. And there is no reason why that can't be ha- can't be the case. He's also an incredibly uh, talented defender. He's just started really to the, uh, show that side of his uh, game. Uh, his ability to jump um, the plays because he knows where the receivers are going from playing that position himself. Um, to the ability to make tackles. He's very consistent with his, uh, his hands in terms of flag pulls. He's very competitive as well, which helps, um, especially as a teammate. 
he will try and get the best out of his teammates and also just raise the game of the opposition. He's not afraid to chirp back. Um, I've had plenty of experiences of that and it always makes it for a fun matchup. The only issue that I've possibly got to say against Greg is he ha- the man has no hamstrings. I mean, if somebody can donate them, that would be amazing. Imagine a whole season of Greg, how much touchdowns he would put up. It'd be ridiculous. That's right, my friend and colleague right here, Mr. Greg Sim comes in at number six, just outside the top five. And after all the nice things he said about me last week. <laughs> where's, the, where's the mute button for him? Where can I mute him? Are you ready? <laughs> Are you listening? It's Craig Sim. Yes, Greg Sim at number six. We've done the full introduction before. Um, so, um, and it always winds him up. Um, well, because, <laughs> because, because, hang on, let me finish, Greg. Um, you don't like it when people toot your own horn. You don't like to to big yourself up. Um, you're an incredibly humble guy, um, and I think it is a credit to you. And that's basically why I feel the need to tell everyone about the fact that you are the Mofo MVP. You are a, a Moscow Flag Football Open champion. You were basically the Flag and New Year champion when we won that in 2019. And um, when you're not with the team, we lose games. You are one of the highest point scorers on both sides of the ball for Rexy's Midnight Runners. Um, you are the two-time, two-time offensive player of the year for the Aberdeen Oil Cats. Um, you were also Rookie of the Year and you've won the Man of the Year award twice if that doesn't tell you the caliber of the man sitting across my screen i do not know what will because he changes games isn't that right tom it is it's it was an absolute treat when you two turned up and watching him on his first training session was just like oh wow like yeah we've got better like i can i can remember having the conversation with mike saying yeah we've got better just watching you on the first time you turned up the guy dominated he's an ex-goalkeeper with the, the softest hands, you know? She's not calling them Andrex because they're soft and quilted. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's great fun. And um, it's great fun watching him playing with him. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't beat you um, in being nice to him. He is, yeah, he's, he's, just, he's generally just made, the squad, made our squad infinitely better. He's made, he's made Chieftain squads. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. How long, how long have you been playing, Greg? Four, is it? You say well, playing. Ten. You say to playing. Fair, I say yeah. dominating. <laughs> dominating. <laughs> to, to be, yeah, it, technically it would be four years, yeah. Yeah, that's got to be one of the quickest ascents to, to what has been voted on by, by the league as one of the, the, the elite players in the, in the, in the division. Um, yeah, I mean... Four years to number six, this thing's pretty damn good. Can't wait to see next year. That is pretty damn good. And it's also an excellent segue, Tom, because um, next week it's top five time. <laughs> it is. Next week. Yeah, now, now we can welcome back people who had to switch off for that last three minutes. Don't worry, you didn't miss anything. Next week, we will find out who the players in the community have voted the best player in the HNC last year. It's finally going to happen the number of people who have been sliding into my dms over the last little while being like 
can you stop doing it week by week and just tell us? <laughs> <laughs> They're finally going to get their wish simply because of the passage of time. So, assuming that the Earth continues its passage on its axis and also around <laughs> the sun, next week you will find out who the top five players are and it is an absolute doozy i know i've said this like every week since 25 but oh like oh i mean it you know it, it probably doesn't take a genius to work out who the five players are but the order <laughs> that they are going to be in is oh I'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's honestly so good it's so good um, looking forward to it looking forward to it i think uh, i've got a vague idea of who we will be introducing next week but as you say i think the order it could be in any order i think that even that the 10 to 10 to 7 yeah shows you that um, it can <laughs> be very much cementing yourself at number six there sir <laughs> The Goldilocks, the Goldilocks zone. It's not, it's not too high. It's not too low. It's just, it's just right. Yeah, just keeping that that humble sort of thing that you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The man, the man who looks like a bear is perfectly happy at Goldilocks's bit. So, well, yes. So that's oh, so exciting. This has been a good idea. People seem to have enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So, well, we've certainly enjoyed ourselves. So we certainly enjoyed well, it. That part has been worth it. You know. Yeah. It's helped a lot during lockdown. Yeah. It's kept us kind of entertained for the past few weeks, so you know what, that works. Yeah, absolutely. And then, <laughs> the, I mean, we've basically got a guaranteed one more show, and then something has to happen in football. <laughs> like, Liverpool, oh my top, god, something has to happen. Top five worst players in HNC as voted for by whoa. the league. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No one deserves that, Tom. Whoa. I want a trophy. So. <laughs> Oh. Ah, um, yeah so any any other business boys not from me no no um i'm still reading yeah. a little bit from the central belt cat smuggler <laughs> catches you off guard <laughs> i'm gonna have to clip it i've got no choice to clip it really do i no it's gonna have to I'm gonna have to isolate that um he has his moments does our dweller the shadow dweller he absolutely does he absolutely does um cool well i guess we'll we'll leave it there then so thank you very much to everyone for tuning back in for yet another week of hijinks and shenanigans um you are always welcome in our dms in the comment section and if you have any ideas for content that you'd like to see once we stop ranking things please please let us know um because it's gonna get tricky uh the clocks are going to change it's going to get dark we're going to get locked down you're going to so, get a half hour monologue on how the clocks uh going back affect the hnc unless yeah. we get any more ideas or uh <laughs> or uh yeah i'll write a <laughs> i'll write a missive on um why we should just stick to daylight savings time the whole time <laughs> should save the daylight the pros and cons the pros and cons of throwing the ball an hour earlier or an hour later um <laughs> so so yeah um can't wait cannot wait can't wait can't wait you, you promised you promised me you promised it now you cannot fail to deliver 
it'll be riveting. Um, but yeah, so thank you for listening. Um, keep an eye out for Feel Good Friday, Friday Bangers, Running Through Walls, Hype Net tunes. I'll come up with a catchier title. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a work, it's a work in progress. <laughs> It's a work in progress. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's how it's going to get released tomorrow. It's just work in progress. <laughs> it's a work in progress. I mean, that's quite apt. You know, path to the marathon. Hype tape! <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll have more news coming out about this marathon game in the next few weeks then. We will. We will. And, and we'll, um, perhaps we we'll might even get to, to, to introduce some of the people who might be... Um, taking the field that would not be, to kind of preempt things obviously very it's nice. it's kind of out of our control at this point it is and that is very much pending further announcements but what you will get to see probably by the next time this podcast comes out is um our first vlog so keep an eye out for that oh greg's got his hand up yeah going on your little uh, teaser trailer this evening or teaser photo that went up on the Facebook. I noticed uh, Mr. Arshad uh, perhaps uh, suggested some form of thirsty calendar. He did. He did. And uh, Now, he, knowing you and love Mr. stuff up on the shop, Mr. does this Mr. mean that we Mr. are getting... It's possible, but Mr. Chips himself did say that he had a new outfit. So um, He did. He said it's the one you've always wanted. Oh, I just... See, my mind started spinning. I couldn't concentrate. I had to shut my work laptop down. You had to go, you had to go and sit down and have a drink. I had to go have a cold shower. That's what I had to have. <laughs> I'm not surprised. So, um, so yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about making and selling calendars, but I, that's what the people want. We are a public service broadcaster, so <laughs> I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can come up with something. <laughs> Um, the people, the people want you. Me and Tom have nothing to do with the calendar. Oh, you are both. We're, 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 we are wiping our hands off it. No, if I'm getting involved in this, then you will be most certainly getting the time of day. So. Nope. So. Nope. We want to sell some. So. <laughs> Mister uh, November is revealed as being Thomas Clark. Oh, self burns. Those are rare. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a it's a white out. You just can't see nothing. Oh, yeah, it's snowing. <laughs> oh. oh, Tom Clark <laughs> is Frosty the Snowman. Um, <laughs> so the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, he truly is. He truly is. So yes, get those. So yeah, between now and the podcast, there's a bizarre amount of content. There'll be all the photographs, the graphics of the guys that have made uh, this week's countdown. There'll be a vlog. There will be a playlist and um, at this rate, probably something in the shop. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, check it out. Um, and I got an alert today on the shop website itself that was like, you should tell your followers that Christmas is coming and to buy stuff. So there you go. Christmas is coming. Buy stuff. <laughs> I don't know what they want me to do with that information. So um, it's probably why we don't get any ad reads in it. Um, I'm going to call oh, them. Could we 100% get some ad reads and get Tom to do them? No. So, well, there is the... There is this... <laughs> that right there is just how you exactly sell it. Tom, Tom doesn't want to do it. <laughs> so yeah. let's make him do it. Yeah. Well, when, when I... Um, what was the last thing I came up with? When it was the, um, the Respect the Blitzers tea. 
I was actually going to write one out and then spin the wheel and make one of you two read it like blind. Just like send the oh, message in. 100%. So, could do 100%. That. Next one, you should do that. Next time there's a new product, I'll uh, get one of you yeah, guys yeah. to advertise. Just make sure like the, the wheel is like four, four oh, sections. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, this is, you know? this is not... This is not my wheel, my wheel spinning rodeo. Like we've been here before. That's how I make all major decisions in life. Spin <laughs> it's worked wheel. out well so far. Spinning wheels and flipping coins, man. If you if you're not comfortable with it, then get on board. You know your decision, correct? Yeah. What what you want to happen when the coin is at its apex is how you make the decision. There you go. Words of words of wisdom from Besley Berry. Next up. Sunday love songs. <laughs> oh, this, this show is this so dumb. Right. Goodbye. Goodbye from Tom. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye from Greg. Goodbye. Goodbye from Bez. Be a friend. Tell a friend. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>